1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective,
0: 2020 on Vision. Well, it's all too common a story in country towns in the outback where a local church that has been viable and vibrant over many years sometimes strikes a rough patch and things go into decline. Oftentimes that country church... Can get to the point where it's closed down. And for many, many years, it can lie dormant and ready for some level of revitalization. Well, a story today of a country church in a small town called Woodenilly, about four hours southeast of Perth. Trevor Young is joining us. Trevor's part of the community in Woodenilly and a part of what's been happening with this revitalization of a local church. Trevor, from the beginning, this church was basically,
1: you might say, dormant because nothing happening there for many years. Well uh, Neil, it had been a Baptist church there for many, many years and God had done great things through the community but the community reached a decision probably some 20 years ago where they decided for all sorts of reasons that the support, the numbers and all those things weren't there. So they closed the church as a functioning body of Christ and the building had sat there empty for probably the best part of 20 years various people had tried to do something never succeeded never achieved anything and that was the state of play up until two years ago what was the thing that became the catalyst for a breakthrough that began a revitalization of the church Uh, Well, Neil, there's two things happened. It was awareness from one or two ladies living in the town that there were some serious issues in the town that needed to be dealt with. They were issues that we couldn't deal with physically. They were spiritual issues. There were curses on the town, lots of bad things happening. And the conviction came across three ladies in particular to start praying. Now, these ladies had been to the Australian Prayer Network Watchmen Intercession Schools, got some practical handles on good quality focused intercession and they started praying two three times a week for at least six months praising the name of Jesus bringing the light of the Lord and praying for God's truth and light to come back into the town that's where it started
0: when you talk about curses on a town and a lot of people will say well isn't that something that you you can get carried away with those sorts of things but there are things that outwork in people's lives that uh, you can relate to how those curses tend to work. Family breakdown, uh, rises in alcoholism, uh, general lawlessness in a community. Is that the sort of thing that you were noticing in Wood Well
1: Illy? Well, you read the Wood Elling history book and it talks about the publican in, in very early 1900s had built a house on what was described as Aboriginal burial ground. He was told not to, he persisted, and the Aboriginal people placed a curse upon him. Now, that area of land that he owned there's an incredibly high number of divorces, marital separations, deaths and suicides from people that were living on that equivalent area of land. And also in, in the tavern in the town, in my living memory, the last 30 or 40 years, every publican that has lived there has either died of cancer, their marriage has broken up, divorced or gone broke. And that's more than just coincidence. It's far more than statistically, numerically, should it have ever happened anywhere else. So it had to be the start of a curse. And that's what we were looking at. And that's what was the recognising there was a need to bring the light of Christ back into the
0: town. Now from time to time we talk about the good work of the Australian Prayer Network and if you do one of their seminars uh, approaching prayer in a deeper way than most people tend to think about uh, some of these things come to light. Uh, It's almost like a spiritual light comes on and you start to recognise that darkness in the community brings about some of these issues in family life, individuals and and, uh, some of the things you've been talking about. How do you think the prayer uh, in a small community actually seems to make that breakthrough. Is it, uh, you recognised there was just a few women, a handful of women in the the wooden milling community.
1: Mm. It was just three women in particular. There were one or two others like myself who were sort of sitting there a bit in the background giving other token support. But it was a recognition that, and what turned my light on in far so as intercessory prayer is that I'd always thought that we had to go and deal with all the stuff ourselves. But the re- analogy I use, and that was a real revelation for all of us, is that if we proclaim the name of Christ in the town, it's like turning on the lights. As soon as you turn on the light in the room, the darkness has to go. And after that, it's up to God to deal with the darkness, not up to us. It's up to us to proclaim the light, share the love, and shine the light of Christ into the town. And that was the process that happened. Plus, there was also stuff they were doing, traveling around as God prompted, dealing with spiritual weaknesses in the town, areas where bad things had happened historically. And, And so it progressed from there. And it got to the point where six months after that, there was a church from Perth who had a prompt to come down and find a church with no people. Their pastor came down, they found the Woodknowing Church, and they started running monthly services. And so the story progressed. And what does it look like now
0: in the community? Uh, you had this handful of praying women. Uh, then people began to gather together. You had the, the group coming from Perth. Yep. Uh, and so now you have a, a revitalized church, regular meetings. I imagine that prayer is a part of the
1: uh, way that the worshipers there get together. Uh, describe the church for us. Well, the church now, we have a pastor living in the town. They were called by God, it was prompting them to come to Woodmelling. They're living in the town. And God provided them with accommodation, in one of the new community-owned retirement units. We have services, regular services twice a month. And there's a youth group started this calendar year. And I was just talked to one of the pastors in the town last night and he said they had 16 young people at the youth group on Friday night. Now, to put that into perspective, the total population of the Woodnelling area is about 450 people. So to get 16 youngsters coming along on a Friday evening for... Christian-based youth group. That's just an amazing, it has to be a move of God. And coming back to your earlier question, this is always underpinned by prayer. Every Tuesday morning, there's a prayer that happens in the town. Every Wednesday night, as part of the leadership group, we get together to pray, to discuss, and to seek God's face as to what he wants to do. And there's a whole lot more stuff that's happened through prayer. We've been able to reach out to the Marybank Mission nearby, did a day of reconciliation and healing out there. We've been able to go into the Shire Council and pray through some hot spots there. And we had a real breakthrough this year. The tavern owners were away for a month, and we were able to go in and spend nights in there and just praying through the tavern and dealing with some of the stuff in the, in the tavern. That's the synopsis of it. There's a whole lot more detail.
0: Trevor, with your awareness of how this happens in Wooden-Illing, there must be many other country towns either in your immediate area and uh, we're southeast of Perth uh, but this must be something common actually in country towns Australia wide Uh, what would your thoughts be about people who might be listening to our conversation now thinking, you know what, he's telling our story Uh, it's as though Trevor was here we've got a church building down the street there's no one meeting there Uh, we wondered how for a long time to get things back up and going, what would your advice be for first steps?
1: Well first steps, it's not what I'm doing, it's what God doing. It's what, go and talk to the Australian Prayer Network people, get an understanding of what they've learnt. They've had 30 years experience in this and it's not a unique story for Woodnelling. There are other towns, other areas over east where God is doing similar things. The common theme through all of this is getting the body of Christ in a town to come together as one unit to pray. It's not about praying in the different denominations, it's about getting denominations, people from all the denominations if you can in the town, let's come together as one in the kingdom focus and pray for the town as one unit in the body of Christ. And the other thing we've learned and experienced through this is you need to work with the authority of the government leaders of the town. And we're especially unique in that, in that I'm the deputy shire president of Wooden Elling. We have the support of the shire president. We have the support of the CEO. And that means we've got the, the authority governmentally and spiritually in the town to do stuff. And that's the other way to focus as well. Go and pray for your local government leaders. Go and pray for your regional government leaders wherever they are because they all need your prayers.
0: And interestingly, when you talk about uh, being one who is in authority in your shire, uh, this idea that you know the local authorities won't be concerned about the local church, well, that's not true, is it? Because those who are leading shires, those who are involved in small country towns, uh, they're interested in whatever it can be that keeps a community afloat. And oftentimes, the backbone of that is the local church. Yeah, and look, local governments
1: everywhere have a interest in building better, stronger, safer, more vibrant communities. And that is at the heart of, of the justice of Christ, building better, stronger, more vibrant communities. There's a huge areas of common interest. So those people listening, don't be afraid of partnering with your local government. Go in there and then sit with the CEO, sit with your child president or a man and say, how can we pray for you? How can we bless you? How can we solve this problem together?
0: Trevor Young is the State President of the Australian Christians. He's also Deputy Shire President uh, for the small community of Wooden Illing. And uh, Trevor, great getting your insights today and what an inspiration for people in country towns all over Australia. Thanks so much for being with us today on 2020.
1: Oh, look, thanks, Neil. It's great just to share the story of what God's doing. As I said, it's not about me, it's not about us. It's about giving God the glory for what God is doing. And if you can do it in a small town or like Woodnone, he can do it everywhere across Australia. And that's his heart, that's his passion, to raise up communities, to restore, to see him restored at the top of each of the community, and to see his kingdom shining and his love being expressed into all the communities around Australia. Thanks for the opportunity, Neil.